Welcome to The Stars Aligned, a podcast about all things astro and human design, and how these two amazing tools connect to help you align with the life you came here to live. Hey guys, and welcome back to um, another episode of The Stars Aligned. Um, We're feeling really inspired this week. Actually, um, I read a book recently called Rise, Sister Rise, and I felt this really huge pull um, towards like uh, kind of unearthing my feminine and, you know, kind of we've been talking a lot about, you know, um, our ancestral lineage and the connection to our moms and our grandmothers and it's just like a really important time in history for women right now. And we feel really empowered to kind of, you know, bring these thoughts and ideas of our own and share it with other women who are listening or other men as well. Um, And yeah, kind of uh, contribute to this rising up that we're, that we're all feeling, you know, so um, yeah, so let's get into it. Yeah, thanks, Abby. Um, Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in again. Um, Yeah, I think it was also really like spurred on, especially for me with this this full moon in Leo last week. Um, I felt like such a shift to want to kind of, I guess, unleash (laughs) like the untamed version of myself. Like I think um, with my Cancer sun and being Capricorn rising, I can sometimes come across as quite like soft and serious but there is also a part of me that just wants to to be like a bit more wild and to you know like feminine doesn't have to mean like soft and yin and gentle and you know feminine is also like the power of our voices and the strength that comes from that as well so I'm just feeling a bit of a like something's being lifted something's being kind of unveiled and I want to I want to use my voice more now do you feel the same? Absolutely. I mean, you know, you know very well my kind of experiences with Leo moons, um, because I am a Leo moon sign and Leo rising. Um, this moon and Leo really, South Node and Leo South Node. Wow. Okay. This moon really kind of um, uh, kind of has a sh- strong influence on me. Like, and I remember last year I felt I was in Bali when it was this Leo full moon and. I remember calling you and I I didn't know what to do. I felt like I felt kind of in a dark space, you know, and I felt very emotional, very like almost misguided. I I didn't really kind of know where I was sort of thing. But then something really incredible happened afterwards when this full moon passed. I felt like a completely different person. I felt like so empowered, so excited, so like ready for you know, the year ahead. And I mean, that's kind of like the energy for me, right? Because I am Leo moon when it's the full moon, it's kind of like a close of one cycle and the beginning of a new one. Yeah. Um, So the last week or so, you know, I I kind of went through that process again of feeling very emotional and, um, but then it kind of spurred me on because I knew that what comes after that is like magic And I just started stepping into that magic a little bit earlier because I was so aware that it was coming. 
And um, yeah, like, you know, like you say about using your voice, I feel all of a sudden like really empowered in, in this divine feminine way, right? Like this, this is the balance of divine masculine, divine feminine. It's, I mean, it's not that we're just soft or we're, you know, I mean, that word feminine, it has some sort of like connotations of like, you know, like a damsel or something like that. But no, I feel more like empowered and especially reading this book, um, the way, you know, the author, Rebecca Campbell, she she really kind of, um, you know, talks about the history of women as well and actually how we are very much, you know, we were always like, like God was always kind of, or the universe, Shakti, everything was always perceived to be a woman because it's the mm. highest creation of life and, you know, and it's kind of like we're seeing that rise up again. So it, it all empowered me in that sense to start. Yeah using my voice and you know really like being there for myself and being myself you know Mm, and that's like the most important thing and it's so interesting just thinking about like that feminine energy as the creator because my my second chakra my sacral chakra um which is like obviously all to do with creativity and stuff it's like I've been having like weird pains there but I know it's like mental because I feel like I've not been creating enough this is kind of what this Leo full moon brought up for me as well like obviously I'm you know kind of immersed in astrology every day but I think trying to find like my own angle with it like I want to combine it with creativity in a way like use more like images and bring in storytelling Um, and even when I think about women um, I'm definitely going to read that book, by the way, Rise, Sister Rise. But I think of the another book that I've loved, um, Women Who Run With the Wolves, which you must also read. Yeah. Um, I'm actually just going to share a quote quickly um, from that because, yeah, this really spoke to me. So I shared it on my Instagram as well, but here we go. I hope you will go out and let stories, that is life, happen to you and that you will work with these stories Water them with your blood and tears and your laughter till they bloom, till you yourself burst into bloom. So I don't know that quote, Mm. like, see, it's so powerful. And I think that's what this moon has also done. Like, it's just made me want to burst into bloom (laughs) to help others burst into bloom. Like, you know, we're at a time right now where it's, it's about using that creative Leo energy um, to help the collective as well. You know, it's like, Mm-hmm. using your voice um, for the good of others, to inspire others, to drive others, to encourage others to use their voice. Like you, sh- you shared something beautiful on your um, human design account, human design 101 yesterday. Maybe you can just tell us a bit about that. Cause I feel like that mm-hmm. just sums up exactly how we're feeling right now. Yeah. Like it's just, it's almost like I had this um, kind of download, if you like, of of what really my calling was within human design, why I'm so called to it and, you know, what my kind of um, core message is. And it's this, it's, you know, like we're all so different. I, I touched on this in last week's episode, but we're all so different. We're all so unique. And this is what human design truly, you know, embodies and wants us to celebrate. And, you know, we all have like this um, collective piece to bring to the table And it's really about just like shining a light on that gold within you. 
you know, shining a light because we have shadows that come up all the time and everything. But if we allow ourselves to really become aware of those things and then shine a light on the the greatness, the quality that that can bring, because there's a quality in everything. And this is also something that I love about human design. And, you know, I, I felt like, you know, my calling within it is to really show people that, to show them that they when they're uniquely themselves, like we need you, the world needs you to be raw. The world needs you to be you because that is, that is why you're here, right? Like that's why, why you're so needed on this earth is because, you know, like, um, you have something that I don't have, you know, uh, Mm. someone else has something that we don't have. And when we all come together, it kind of, elevates us it transcends us so my message is that it's like okay how can I be of service to you know kind of align people back to that and give them that permission to be yourself because we need it because it's not just about like it's not just about you need it of course you need to feel yourself and aligned and in flow but as a collective and you know for the world when we're all like in flow or something, life is going to be really nice. (laughs) Oh, I love that flow state. And that's, that's exactly what kind of drew me towards astrology as well. I mean, it's, you know, human design obviously has part of it is astrology based, Mm -hmm. um, but it's just like, we're born so kind of pure. We're born with all of these gifts already there. We're born with we're already we're born and we're aligned (laughs) and then society comes along and conditions us like schools condition us institutions condition us like you need to think in a certain way you need to be a certain way you need to fit in like Mm. you know and when you when you start to study astrology and human design and get to know your own charts it's like oh god it's just like such a Mm. sigh of relief to be like that's why I am the way I am and like I don't have to be any different from that like our our human design are you know, wherever the planets are in our chart, the the houses, the parts of your life that they're kind of highlighting, it's all to help align you. It's all to help remind you that you have these gifts, you have these strengths, mm-hmm. like this is your goal that you can use, you know, your, your, your karma in a way that you can use to take towards um, living a life of purpose and, you know, kind of coming here to to do all the things you were meant to do. So I just think uh, yeah. I'm just so grateful for these it- tools every day. <laughs> Yeah. And it makes sense, right? That's the thing. That's why it like, why it resonates with us so much. And how about you? Like, do you ever look back to moments or interests or things from when you were a child and you've come back around to it? I was just going to ask you exactly Later? the same question. Oh, really? <laughs> um, yeah, 100%. Like, I, I think, you know, from my design, like my, the, the, G center the self center like obviously yeah fine mm-hmm. like I've I've kind of always had a strong idea of who I am and I people have viewed mm-hmm. that as stubbornness because I don't really stray that far from the path <laughs> that I'm kind of on but there were parts of myself that I did I thought this is too weird this is too strange let me rather ignore that like I remember being a kid and you know feeling like angels around me and having very vivid dreams and you know, my mom even saying, like, I think we need to take you to the doctor, like something's wrong, because you like, what are these dreams you're having? And why can't you sleep? And what are you talking about? You know, I had this imaginary friend, 
And now I know it's actually one of my angels. Like it's a spirit guide. It's not, it wasn't just an imaginary friend. She was always kind of with me. Um, that's a whole other episode for another day. But but yeah, just kind of like <laughs> I remember being 12 and watching the movie The Craft. Have you seen that? I'm sure you've seen oh. it. Have you not seen it? Okay, oh. it's a classic. No. Okay. You've got to watch it. Okay. But anyway, watching that and then going to the crystal shop with my friends and buying a spell book and crystals and incense and all of this kind of stuff and, and it feeling like so right but then my friends freaked me out they're like no like the spell book is bad bad stuff's gonna happen you've got to take it back to the shop and I remember taking it back and the woman in the shop was like yeah maybe you're a bit young but like it's okay if you want like you don't have to bring it back and I was like no like can I have a refund please um but I always had um the rose quartz I bought back then when I was 12 I I've had it with me ever since and it's even it's, it's actually right. I have rose quartz next to me as well. I, I have so many, like you should see. I don't know why I'm show, showing the screen. It's not like people on the Yeah, podcast. yeah, I know. <laughs> but um, I had it, I used to take it onto my desks and my exams. And if it wasn't there, I feel like I thought I was going to fail. So I kind of <laughs> put yeah. a lot of faith in that. But, but yeah, kind of getting back to that side of myself, I think even in my 20s, kind of like pushed it away a bit. Um and like pushed my intuition away in the process like it yeah. was quite strong when I was a kid and then yeah I guess people around me are like why are you so weird Siobhan and <laughs> I know it well it's this idea isn't it like um of we're encouraged by society to like live a life of sameness mm. and this is this is something that I'm really really understanding lately and we're not here to be the same, you know, yeah. coming back to my core message, but, you know, we're kind of uh, taught, okay, you have to learn in the same way, you know, you have to, you know, wake up at the same time every day, go to school at the same time, this and that, like, you know, it doesn't work the same for everybody. And when we kind of stray off that path, um, we're kind of considered a bit weird, right? Yeah. Or, okay, like, oh, they're, they're doing it differently or something like that but um we all have our own path and our own purpose and we should just like kind of live live in that difference you know um but yeah because what we find now is um and this is something I do when I do children's um narratives is kind of just like you know, it's, it's not like, okay, this is who you are. This is who they, who they are, who they're going to become. It's nothing like that. It's just like, okay, this is what their chart says. Yeah. And if you want to, you know, kind of, um, and I give some, because I, I have a teaching background as well. So I will give like some, like, you know, tips from that perspective mm. on how you can implement that. And then it's just like, just try it out. And, you know, if that like brings like more, joy and harmony then keep doing it right um, yeah. because we're now finding you know we're getting to this point where we're all of a sudden you know we're getting to the age of 30 we're hitting our Saturn return and we're like who am I I'm lost and you know we're we go through have to then go through that deconditioning process of you know what have what do we need to unlearn yeah so what have you been unlearning what can you tell us something about yourself that was kind of the untamed version of Abby when you were younger <laughs> that kind of got conditioned as time went by like is there something you're kind of going back to as well well I would say you know like um everything that I'm doing sometimes 
you know, like maybe different groups. I, I, I always kind of, I feel like I kind of censor myself sometimes because um, sometimes I'll be like, oh, maybe that person, it's not something that they're into or whatever. But I've started realizing because I, I think, you know, it, from uh, one perspective, maybe I feel like, oh, is this preachy or am I preaching or something like that? But then I've started trying to reframe that and go, well, you know what? This is like part of like, who I am and why shouldn't I share something that brings me so much joy and so much light I'm not asking anyone to have my opinions I'm just you know sharing something that's on my mind or and I'm starting to realize and you know this is kind of so interconnected with this Leo full moon of you know this um go towards like live through your heart you know because it's all connected to the heart center like live with your full heart and I started realizing, you know, like, no, like these are things that I love. So why shouldn't I share them? At the same time, it's not all who I am. I can be every part of myself, um, no matter where I am or who I'm with. And that's okay. You know, so I think being more open about, um, you know, that I obviously I love human design and astrology and you know, all these self-awareness tools. Um, yeah, just being really open about that. I mean, I guess when I was a kid as well, I would, I always like, I always had these books on like the Zodiac and things like that because I was always interested in why people did the things that they did or, you know, it's just uh, why we were different. I was always interested in this yeah. difference. And just thinking know? about what you said there about the heart and kind of like, living from the heart following your heart like speaking from the heart that's so like leo south node and that is one of your gifts you know this ability to kind oh, of always true. follow your heart and and now moving into your north node in aquarius is kind of about like okay how can i use that gift that's kind of just innately in me to kind of share that with others and inspire others um yeah, so it just it does make me think about our our north and south nodes a lot because often you'll find that you're you're drawn towards people, especially with your north node. Um, you might find more Aquarius people kind of popping up in your life. I think we touched on that last week, but I just want to I want to talk about your south node because um, and your moon because it has such a beautiful connection with your mum. I find like a lot of charts when I'm doing my sessions. Um, someone's moon sign will often be their mother's sun sign um, or north or south node so for you your moon being in leo your south node being in leo um, that kind of connects you with your mom and that and and the moon is like our connection with the with the mother you know it is that like feminine connection mm -hmm. and maybe you can talk about how that's kind of impacted you like the way like all of the gold of your mum and of your south node, like how you can kind of, mm -hmm. you know, that boldness, that brightness, that joy, that that playfulness yeah. that she's kind of injected yeah. in you always to be and yourself. And that confidence as well. Yeah, to follow your heart, right? That she's true always confidence. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's always like, you know, something is really interesting as well because it relates to being a manifesting generator. And, you know, my mom has always been like, you know, live from your heart, like, you know, my dad too, you know, like they've always encouraged us. Like, I'm so like thankful and um, lucky in that sense. They, whenever I was a child, they never forced me to do anything I didn't want to do. Like they never said, oh, okay, like you're doing this, 
you know, you're doing this dance class, you have to go to this dance class for a year. It was never like that. It was like, do it until you don't want to do it anymore. Right. And, you know, being a manifesting generator, you kind of jump, not like, like in a good way though. Like, you know, um, it's kind of like, there's a lot of variety in manifesting generators lives and they like to kind of like dip their toe in a lot of like different projects and waters and activities and, it's more prominent when we're kids because we don't have that conditioning, you know, like, because when we get older, we're told, oh, pick one thing, you know. Um, but, you know, like, I'm the only manifesting generator in my family, but my parents really just always just said that to me. Like, they never forced me to do one thing. I would ask them, I would say, and this is obviously society, I remember saying, oh, why couldn't you, like, force me to be, um, to stick to one hobby because then I'd have one really one thing that I was really really good at and they said well we're not going to force you to do anything like you you can make that decision for yourself you know but um but yeah for sure like my mom being a Leo I think confidence is one of the biggest things and um (laughs) one of like the really funny things that I've noticed is that um okay so Leo rising correct me if I'm wrong Leo rising likes to make a little bit of an effort with their appearance like they like to you know no matter where they're going they kind of like okay I need to look good or Mm. something it's about my mom has always been like that right Mm. my mom has always been like that she's always always she always said to me when I was a child like you never know who you're gonna meet you know (laughs) like (laughs) but I've noticed it oh my gosh I I cannot like I'll like, you know, like um, when I wake up to start my working and stuff like that, I'll be like, okay, let, what am I going to wear today? And you, I'm, I'm at home, you know, but like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like a funny that's, thing. That is definitely Leo rising. Um, and just one thing you said there about the fact that you're a manifesting generator and you kind of that conditioning of you being like, but mom and dad, like, why didn't you like make me pick one thing? Um, it made me think about my parents. So I'm a generator um, and I was always looking for that. Like I tried everything because my friends, tr- my friends did everything, you know, they were probably, all, they may be manifesting generators, you know, like they had many hobbies and I was like, but why can't I find that one thing that I'm, my body's just saying yes to that one thing that lights me up. And then eventually I went to an acting class and I was like, oh my God, this is it. And I stopped everything else. Every day it was drama. I just committed to that one thing that my whole Mm. soul was like, yes, this is it. Um, And then that's kind of maybe also why I started to think I'm stubborn because I only do the things I like. But it's also just because I know when it's a no. I know when I do Yeah, and that's generator energy. Yeah. Like that's usually generators, they will will find something that lights them up and you will just keep going with Mm. that until you don't want to anymore yeah you know and it's like you can literally you can you can sustain that energy for such a long time and it's Mm. so magnetic and it's really that's I mean that's your service as a generator to like like just be in that presence with yourself and then it just overflows and you Mm. know everybody around you just picks up on that and feels like oh gosh like this is so inspiring and empowering you know yeah um 
And then what about um, your connection? Because mm. so your mom, I know, is Aries' son, like me. Yeah. And I know that's very much connected to your north node. Yeah. Right? And, you know, she's a Libra moon and my south node is Li- uh, Libra. So I've got that oh, wow. connection okay. um, yes. with her moon. Um, but, yeah, it's quite funny because... I think often we kind of look at ancestral stuff and like our parents, our grandparents, and we often talk about healing old wounds. But you mentioned the other day, like what about focusing on like the strengths that they've given us Mm. as well, like Mm -hmm. the gold that they've given us. And when I was growing up with my Leo South Node, in fact, I want to say until I was 30, when I really feel like I fully kind of stepped into my north node and embraced it um that I'm here to kind of (laughs) to inspire and to be independent and all of that good Aries energy um yeah like growing up I was always I was very like needy I always wanted my mom to be there my mom is like such so much Aries energy like she's so driven she's you know she thrives on a challenge um always being like very ambitious and always kind of wanting to go places and she's done that she's like established an amazing business for herself like such an entrepreneur um and but as a kid with a libra south node i'm like that's not what i want i just want my mom to be mm. here like cuddling yeah. me and you know i couldn't understand why she was so ambitious and then now i'm like thank god because my it's helped me so much with my Aries North node it's it's really you know she always encouraged me to to be independent like I was working from I think I had my first job when I was 12 she was like Mm. got a really strong work ethic like I think my whole my grandmother like my whole family have that my dad's and his side of the family too um I think that generation does like those generations Mm. do Mm -hmm. but I'm grateful that they passed that down to me and you know, at the time I didn't, I couldn't see the positives in it, but now I really do. And I've, I'm, I'm fine on my own. Like I, I actually loved just before my Saturn return, four years of living on my own and really stepping into what it means to be an Aries North node. And not mm. that you don't need other people, but that you, you also don't have to be dependent. Like you can really push yourself and kind of go mm. after the things you want. So yeah, she really gave me that drive and that ambition and, I'm just so grateful because I think the way she raised me, it's like, it's helping me so much with the path that I'm on, the journey that my soul wants to go on. Yeah. It's kind of like she um, basically gave you like a boost in early life, you know, towards that. It's as if, you know, like you're, as you say, like your soul was wanting to get to that place and she kind of showed you it in early life so that you could you know reflect back on it you know like like we're doing now yeah and if we Um, if we um if we were ever to go into like soul contracts and you know if if you guys believe in this kind of stuff like that (laughs) that our souls actually kind of choose beforehand like the family that we're going to end up in so that we can kind of learn the lessons we've come here to learn Mm. you know the the fact that I I have an Aries mom (laughs) and now an Aries fiance and you Aries (laughs) best friend it's no it's no coincidence like I need I need this energy in my life to Mm -hmm. to really push me to to live a life of yeah more meaning but also to be independent like it really pushes me to and to be more ambitious because I yeah. I'm probably not the most ambitious person but I'm <sighs> supposed to be I'm supposed to become I and that's not conditioning that's you know I was fine like growing up not really 
I don't know, I just kind of did my own thing. Um, mm-hmm. But I've realized it's good for me to push myself. Um, that yeah. is that is in my design. That's not just conditioning of society. You also have the defined ego as well. Mm. So that's very like ambitious, very driven and motivated. Um, yeah. And but it's, you know, of course, within that, like I always say with the defined ego, that can even be conditioned. You know, we need to um, make sure you have a right balance there, a balance of appreciation for your work and a balance yeah. for um adequate rest as well like yeah and that's the two things with my sixth house that I keep learning like burning myself out working for Uh before before anyway before I'm doing I've been doing this work working for clients who didn't appreciate me and and that really shows up in in physical health and mental health um yeah it's so important to kind of figure that out as well yeah yeah and it's um you know, also like another thing, I I read this a while ago, but you know, this connection to the mother and, you know, just to the feminine of your ancestral lineage, you know, it's this connection that we actually um, connect with in the womb, you know, and it's this breathing connection. So of course, like when you're, when you're growing inside your mother, you're, um, you know, she's feeling, you can feel her vibrations, you can feel her movement, her, her breath, everything, it's so connected. And that's how we learn to breathe, you know, in the womb. And then, so for example, if there was, you know, a moment or a time or something, when she was pregnant with you, and she, you know, gets stressed by something, you can maybe take that stress into real time when you come out, you know, like oh, a situation. Me. Yeah. A situation that's the same or something, mm. you can feel it in your breath or you can get anxiety. And this is passed down from generations. So from your grandma to your mother yeah. to you, you know? So we're so connected. Yeah. Like my my gran didn't drive and my auntie um she only learned like in her 30s, but she doesn't really enjoy driving. And my mom learned to drive young, passed first time and everything. But then when she was eight months pregnant with me, um, she was in a car crash. So this breathing thing is huge for us because even now when me and my mom are in a car together, and I also don't drive, by the way, (laughs) there's a whole bunch of anxiety around that. But um, something I need to actually work on and heal (laughs) Um, maybe me and my mom need to heal that together because when we're in a car together we get like really anxious and if she takes like a wrong turn like I remember once she was taking me to the airport and it was snowing it was like six o'clock in the morning pitch black and we missed the turning and we were like on the road to England basically (laughs) and there was nowhere to turn back and we just stopped the car and we were both just like hysterically crying and like screaming at each other and it was obviously just like the stress of having gone through that together when I was in the womb um and I'm I I'm I'm getting better at it but I've I've always been quite an anxious person and my mom Mm -hmm. thinks that that hugely impacted me like even with my breathing like you tell me all the time to to go you know to do breath work and whenever I do it's it helps so much but I find I'm like I breathe quite like fast and Mm. it's one of your gates actually one of your gates is very much um it's the shadow would actually um, manifest as constriction. Yeah. So the best way to really release that is to kind of bring in more expansion within mm. your breath. So things like breath work is like amazing for you to, you know, tap into 
you know, that gift. I think I'm pretty sure the gift is like, it's, I think that's the serendipity gate that you have. So, you know, kind of when you're kind of um, tapping more into your body and, um, you know, like exercise and whatever breath work, you really open up yourself for this, um, like for, you know, just attracting, like it's kind of lucky actually. Mm. I'm going to get on my mat now then. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So there's also in this book, like she talks a lot about like the history of women and you know, that a lot of women were, you know, I think they called it priestesses, which I mean, we would maybe call that like, um, you know, in later times they referred to that as witches. Right. So that's why there's this whole, you know, kind of, you know, crystals and, um, you know, manifesting and stuff. Like it was suppressed for such a long time, even though it was like, so like, it was kind of just being in tune with your body in tune with the universe in tune with the earth. And that's why it was so powerful. But then people thought it was like this magic and, you know, whatever. And, um, and so that was suppressed for a long time, but we're starting to see the rise of it again, because this was the power of woman of being a woman as well. And, mm. you know, um, and just tapped into intuition, right? Exactly. And, and I mean, we all know what happened, um, during those times where so many women were burned at the stake and, um, I was drowned. <laughs> yeah. Right. We're going to, we're going to get into that for a second, but, um, and one of the things was like these uh, witches were, you know, tortured and, you know, tortured to confess who their like fellow priestesses were. And apparently this is where this kind of competition between women come from or this, you know, mistrust actually between that we can sometimes feel between women. It may be roots from is this, you know, that um, people would you know, they would be tortured, but they would, you know, confess to their other women that were, you know, kind of um, adopting the same beliefs and um, this kind of thing. So we probably have a lot of like, um, you know, anxiety around that because of what happened before, but it's okay to talk about this stuff now. Yeah. Even like we're in a new life, a new age. Even like comparing and gossip and yeah, the way like even just being happy for women you know like I think also in this work there's a lot of people doing it and it's kind of like supporting other people even when they're doing the same thing as you and not thinking that they're like people you need to compete with um Mm. no we're and especially now with this Aquarius energy we're all here to kind of support one another yeah and it's a new age so this is like what it's all about and just a a quote I literally I was just thinking like trying to look for this quote and I opened it on the page but um we are the granddaughters of the witches they couldn't burn yeah I love I love that quote yeah so tell Um, us about your your past life really we'll have to do a whole episode on past lives quickly no I'll just I'll just mention it briefly but I've always kind of been obsessed with like the witch hunts, um, the town I'm from in Scotland, St. Andrews, um, there's a witch tour. There were witches that were burned there, that were drowned there. Um, It's like a big thing in Scotland. And then when I was in America, I also went to Salem, like where (gasps) the Salem witch trials were. I like made myself go there and I actually have one of my lines there. Um, Oh my gosh. Yeah, my moon line actually. So that's that connection with women too. Um, And 
I all like in drama, I played um, Abigail in the Crucible. Like I was just obsessed with all things um, to do with witches. Mm-hmm. And then when I did a past life regression, I got a glimpse into, I, I, I knew I would have been a witch in a past life, like for sure. Mm-hmm. And then I had a glimpse to um, one of those lives, but I was actually drowned um in I wasn't I wasn't burned at the stake but mm-hmm. it's kind of the same thing um and that like often comes up for me like I'm terrified of the ocean but I also like I need to be near the ocean like it's comforting in a way but at the same time there's a lot of fear there so yeah, yeah there's still some stuff to look at there but I'm, well, I'm sure we'll do a whole episode on past lives at some point yeah. um and really kind of dive in there and how that kind of could even connect to the kind of human design chart that we have now and also the birth chart you know you can see some you see a lot of karmic stuff um especially with the south node and past lives like we'll have to dive into yours one day yes. as well um, but there's so much there um yeah but we'll we'll dive into past lives some other day but um yeah i think that's the end of today's episode so i hope you guys enjoyed it um yeah, please let us know your thoughts. Um, if you're enjoying the podcast, um, share it with your friends who you think might also like it too. And please let us know what topics you'd like us to cover. Like even if it is a specific planet or a specific gate, or if you want us to kind of go into more detail about the different human design types or what each planet means. Um, yeah, I know some people listening might not be that familiar with what we're talking about. So just let us know. We'd love to hear from you. And we'll be back next week with another episode of The Stars Aligned. Farewell. Farewell.